0: Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com, along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent, and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are brothers Aaron and Adam Jones of the NFL Packers and Ravens. Without God, none of this is possible. We wouldn't be here, so uh, we wouldn't be sitting here in, talking to you. Uh, we wouldn't
1: be in the in the shoes we are. So we're, it's truly a blessing. I would definitely want to use my platform, and uh, I'm looking. At, we work. I work a lot with special ed, but I want to get in helping like uh, underprivileged children.
0: And professional wrestler and country music artist
2: Mickey J. But it wasn't just hard work and dedication. It was also, you know having the faith and believe in myself, and not taking no for an answer. And eventually they said yes, and that made that yes so much
0: sweeter. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold
3: Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Roman Gabriel III, your host, former pro quarterback, the president of Sold Out Youth Foundation. I got two guys, two Lee Steinberg guys that are brothers, and I remember meeting both of them about three years ago. Alvin, Baltimore Ravens, right? Adam, Green Bay Packers. Guys, great to have you back on Sold Out. I remember having both of you guys is, uh, getting ready to get into the league, and now you guys are killing it, loving it. Yes, sir. Great well, to have you, Alvin. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Congratulations on a great year this year. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, We're so I'm going to ask it. your brother this in a second, but what's it like that getting that first year
4: under your belt? It's relieving. Like, you've, you made it, like, your dream like has come to fruition, so awesome! It's just it's just an amazing feeling. What's what's it like playing with my friend John Harbaugh? Oh, I love Coach Harbaugh. He's he's such a like cool, calm, collected guy, and uh, he's he cares about you more than just football. Like he'll sit down with you, have a conversation, yeah. without and then not being football. So that's just great to have knowing everything with him doesn't have to be football.
3: Well, I'll give you a quick story. The second Super Bowl they won in New Orleans, you know, when they beat Pittsburgh. After the game was over, he was at the podium and he was—they were, you know, celebrating—and I was next to him with a microphone. And he turned to me and he said, "Is this awesome or what? God, be, to God be the glory." Yes, i say it, "It was one of those moments where you just go, wow. He gets it. Yes, that's who—that's who he is." Yes, Adam, Green Bay Packers, right here, running back. Uh, you had a—you—you you had a wonderful season. Yes, Congratulations.
1: Sir. Thank you, thank you.
3: I tell you what, we got Danny Vitali came by a little while ago. He's a Packer, fullback. Fullback, that's right. We got Wilson's there with you guys as well. Is that no, right? No, he's in
1: uh, San Francisco. Oh, so, Williams, no, no, Jamal. No, that's right,
3: Jamal. Jamal's yes, with you guys. So, what's it like to have all you guys on the same team?
1: Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun knowing that, like guys you know, uh, you yeah. you've been around, uh, you, so you feel comfortable. You, they're they're in my room, uh, so they're, we're all in the same same meeting room. So I could, you could be yourself. You can. You can let loose you can be yourself around those guys so it makes it easier it makes it fun
3: okay so my dad played for the los angeles rams and uh your your agent lee steinberg grew up watching my father in the coliseum his dad used to take him there coliseum hasn't changed very much just a couple new scoreboards the rams are playing them for one more year i had the privilege to come to the packers you guys coming into the coliseum and uh, it was a great football game you guys really close three-point game um, tell me about your experience in playing the Coliseum. A lot of history, Olympics history, a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of hi- history in that in that Coliseum, and I told you it's nothing like playing in that Coliseum, uh, especially with the great fans the Packers have. They took over that stadium, and you hear, Go Pack, Go Chance, and it was just super loud, and it was a great atmosphere to play in.
3: You know, it's great to see the Rams and the Packers play again because that tradition, there's been some great games played over the years between the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay Packers, a lot of history. Uh, and you got to know history if you're going to play with the Packers, right?
1: Oh, you definitely got to know history. There's a lot of history there. We just finished our 100th season, and it's a, it's a lot of Let's history.
3: So you got Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Ray yes, Nitschke,
1: sir. yes, Willie sir. Wood. I mean Reggie White, Her, so many Reggie people.
3: Reggie White, Herb Adderley,
1: so many people. Uh, and,
3: and they do such a great job of of the town owning the team, and th- there's just a
1: special vibe, right? Yes, sir. You forgot a Hall of Famer, yeah. Jerry Kramer.
3: That's right. <laughs> Jerry Kramer. He, uh, Jerry, hey, listen, he gave him the Hall of Fame last year. Yes, he sir. He used to come on the show all the time when, when they were trying to get him in the Hall of Fame. Yes, we're sir. We're just happy he did it before he left the earth, right? <laughs>
1: yes, sir. I mean, it's kind of nice to yes, get it sir. while you're living. That is. That's, that's a blessing. That's a blessing.
3: Well, Alvin, you're playing for an organization that knows how to win championships, uh, just like the Packers. Baltimore, I was just had Matt Stover here with me a little while ago. Matt was the, was basically one of the great kickers yes. in NFL history, two-time Super Bowl winner with the Baltimore Ravens. So 20 years in the league. I know you guys would love to play 20, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how does it, it feel going into your second year? What are some of the things that you want to work on this year as you get ready for training camp, as you get ready for well, – you guys missed the playoffs by game, right? No, we made the playoffs. We no, lost. that's right. You yeah, did make it. You won the last wild game wild. to get in the playoffs, yes, right? Yes, Beat the Browns. So what does it mean for next year in terms of in terms of what you guys want to do and where you're at? I think it's
4: just a good starting point uh, for next year. You know, we had a quarterback switch midseason, and now you get a full season with Lamar. We got Coach Harbaugh back. So we we, we should start right from where we, where we left off, and uh, we got a new offense coordinator. So just excited about all of it. It was
3: really the defense that came along in the second half of the season that got you in it, right? Yes, sir. Very impressive the way you played. So can, can we do that for 17 games next year? That's, that's the
4: goal. You know, uh, so we got to sign CJ back. Uh, we got a bunch of people get some people <laughs> back to get paid. So yeah. we get everybody back. And the sky's the limit. Well,
3: you know business, man. It's not like they yeah. don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you're playing for a quarterback that's a legend, right? yes sir and uh danny was telling me a little bit about aaron i wanted to get your feelings about playing with a quarterback
1: that's that's as great as this guy is uh he makes the game easy for you like when it, when it comes to protection i don't have to sit there and think i don't have to sit there and read he, he'll go hey you have him and him that makes it easy for me i'd look look if they're not coming i get out on my route. i don't have to sit there wait 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 look scan so it makes my it makes it easier for me and um just from him throwing the ball like the way like he throws the ball downfield, a lot of times he catches it for you. The way he throws it is like it drops right in yeah. your hands. So it's like a perfect pass. So he, he just makes the game easier for you, allows you to play faster, and he gets the ball in your hands.
3: Well, tell me also about his leadership. Uh, you know, I hear great things just about the way he comports himself in practice, the way his work ethic. Oh uh, yes, yeah,
1: sir. He's he's one of the hardest work uh, workers that we have, and he he doesn't let anybody slack. If he sees you slacking, he'll call you out and hold you accountable for it. So. Uh, and that's what you need on your team. You need you need your quarterback to be a leader. So this was a up.
3: great move for you to go to the Packers because they that their offense is so diverse and so multitasked, and the running back is such a big part of their passing game. So you got to be elated to be uh, playing for them and have the opportunity to catch balls from this guy. And you you had a bunch of catches this year.
1: Yes, sir. Not too many people get to say they caught balls from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So, um, that, that's something special. And he, I mean, I I did catch the ball a lot more out of the backfield this year. And that's. Something I look to keep working on and improving on.
3: What do you guys need to do to get back in the playoffs next year? I know you had some Aaron's injury earlier this season. You had some other things going on. New we got, coach? We got to stay healthy,
1: uh, get in the playbook and get that down. I feel like the faster we get that down, I feel like we have the weapons. We just got to get that down and nobody will be able to Tell stop. Tell me about us. your new coach. Uh, I know he likes to run the ball. Uh, he. Uh, well, you love ba- that, don't you? I definitely do. I definitely do. Uh, he likes to be balanced 50 50. Um, yeah. He says the run goes in hand with the pass. Pass goes in hand with the run. So I'm excited.
3: I'm with Adam Jones, Green Bay Packers, Alvin Jones, Baltimore Ravens. And, of course, I have a little history with these guys. They're Texas El Paso guys. Yes, sir. And, see, I played at the University of New Mexico, and I can truly say that I never lost to Texas El Paso. (laughs) But you guys were really good, so we might have had a better game. But when you guys were playing us, we had to win that because they knew we should. (laughs) But but you know what? I love that stadium. I love playing in the Sun Bowl. That was one of the great experiences of my life, you know, just a cool place to play, right? Great tradition. But you guys have brought the program back, though, right? I mean, it's play better. I mean, when you guys listen, you guys won one, two games almost every season when I was playing. Yeah, we went
4: uh, we went to a ball game uh, sophomore year, and then my my senior year we went zero and twelve. Uh, this past year they finally got a, their first win. So, and we got a new coach this season. So.
1: They're back
3: on, back on the right side. They're back track. on the rebuilder. I know that this platform we use means more than just catching balls, touchdowns, and making a little money. What it means is is that you guys have an opportunity to impact people. And Alvin, tell me about how you're impacting people and what your passion is and how you'll use this platform for God. Okay, so we we love to give back. I know
4: before I even uh, took a snap in the NFL, we had a camp. Me and Aaron had a camp, uh, 1,200 kids. Cool. Uh, it was free free of all costs. So, we we just like giving back, giving, and then in Baltimore especially, give back to the less fortunate, be good mentors to people, because you know people need that in their lives.
3: That's awesome, Adam. What are you doing, man, in Green
1: Bay? I know they've pumped up. Um, well, we get me and him also. We gave away uh, some bikes the past two years uh-huh. uh, to kids in need who wouldn't really get anything for Christmas. Uh, yeah. Also, did some like turkey baskets and stuff like that. So, um, just want to, like you said, be a role model, be a leader, and. Like without God, none of this is possible. We wouldn't be here, so uh, we wouldn't be sitting here in, talking to you. Uh, we wouldn't be in the in the shoes we are. So we're, it's truly a blessing, and I would definitely want to use my platform. And uh, I'm looking. We work. I work a lot with special ed, but I want to get into helping like uh, underprivileged children.
3: You know, training camp is a big tradition for you guys. The kids oh, bring the bikes it. out, and tell me about that.
1: So I got. A, I just this year I got a permanent rider, and his name's Carson. Uh, he he's from Green Bay, and. Uh, one day he came out, and he picked me, and he, he was just hit it off, and I've been riding uh, drive, riding his bike the whole time. Cool. And, uh, now we got close. He comes to all my – if I have, like, radio shows and stuff around Green Bay, he'll come. And so it's, it's really fun. I it, used you, you to get to gain a relationship with them.
3: I used to laugh because Reggie White used to get on one of those bikes and said, man, he's going to kill that bike. Oh, he's going to flatten that thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, they needed a big bike for him.
1: <laughs> and then when the- Thick tires. Yeah, we
3: just had Jeremy, his son, who was in here a couple of days ago, and it's 14 years uh, that his father passed away. Oh, wow. Uh, But incredible man and had an incredible impact on so many people. And, you know, isn't that the goal, right? The goal, The goal is that you leave a a legacy and an image, correct? That you leave something for someone to take up. Yes, sir. Uh, And I know that because I talked to your father about that. Uh, You guys are fortunate. And I wanted to tell you, you know, you had a great experience with a dad who really cares and parents that really care. And that means something, doesn't it, to have a father who cares about you?
1: Yes, sir, it definitely does. I mean, it means the world. He's right there every step of the way. never missed a game. And just showing, showing me how to be a man, showing me how to raise my kids and what a man's supposed to be like. So
3: tell me, Alvin, what's it like following your brother? Because I remember you were with him a few years ago when he was getting ready for the draft. So now you guys are together. What's it like? It's a special thing. I was with uh, Jason and Devin McCourty uh, the other night on Monday night at the Gatorade. And uh, you know both those guys are huge believers and uh, solid guys. And they were talking about just what it meant to, for them to play together, to have a opportunity to do that in the Super Bowl. That'd be pretty cool. Wouldn't it if you guys got to play together? Yes, yeah, sir. It'd be
4: amazing. I feel like it would just be like Little League or high school.
3: So you guys might play each other. So what's going to happen? Adam, you going to come through the
1: hole? and uh, Ravens by 15. There you go. He's on, something's wrong with him. That's not happening. But, um, no, nah, if I see him in the hole, I'm, I'm going to give him a little boo. I'm be nice. I ain't going to run him over. I'm
2: going
3: to be <laughs> nice. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Hey.
1: All right, Alvin Jones and
3: Adam Jones, the brothers Jones, the YouTube. Here's Dad. Dad, hop in here. Hop right in here. Put your head in here. Say hello. You know, these two guys are on the straight and narrow because of you, right? Well, I tell you what, I was telling these guys that uh, Jason and Devin McCourty the other night, the Patriots were together. And, you could see the unity and the love between those two guys. What a great opportunity for two brothers to get in the NFL. It doesn't happen very often, guys. It definitely doesn't. It's a yeah. blessing. I mean, you guys are blessed having the opportunity to uh, play this great game. And uh, I, I just love watching you guys play. because You got a chance to impact so many people with this platform. And uh, your dad, I know you're proud of these guys, right? Yeah, it's been fun this year, hasn't it? And when we come back, Warren sold out sports talk on American Family Radio
0: This is a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with professional wrestler and country music artist, Mickey James. Visit soldouttv.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel 3 Now, once again, here's Roman
3: Gabriel III. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Roman Gabriel III, your host, former NFL quarterback, and uh, also president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation. Remember, go to soldouttv.com for everything youth and family. Of course, she's WWE wrestler Mickey James, but more importantly, when we talked at Super Bowl, she was talking about a new album coming out. She's had a couple of those. She's open for people like Randy Hauser, Gretchen Wilson, Rascal Flats, and she's getting ready to open nearby to where I live in Virginia uh, for Big and Rich at a really cool uh, NASCAR event. So, uh, Mickey James back with us. Mickey, how are
2: you?
3: I'm doing great. I'm so great. How are you? Oh, listen, I'm, I'm awesome. Um, oh, just following okay. everything you're doing and you know what you're playing hurt you you messed up your acl a couple weeks ago
2: um it was just i just did it in waco texas like uh two not this saturday last saturday because i'm still was still walking around on it and everything and uh then i got the mri done and they're like oh i have bad news it's, it's your whole acl like i've torn my meniscus and my acl and they're like i'm like, gonna be like nine months and um i was just I it was devastated at the moment because I had just gotten cleared and just came back, and well, I've been cleared for like four months. But you know how television works, right? Like you, as I was re, well, since I had that much time off in the prior, and then coming back, I was trying to do something new and exciting with my character, and we were coming up with all this stuff. And we actually had like a really cool idea, and it was my very first match back on the road, and I tear my ACL
3: for anybody who says that this isn't uh, this isn't physical and, and doesn't take athletic ability and there isn't pain in this please fill us in on
2: that yeah i mean it's like being i always equivalent to um being in like a minor car accident almost every single night but then getting in your car and driving 200 miles to the next town and doing it all over again uh and that's like four or five days you know four days a week but uh, you know obviously we're trained athletes were professionally trained and, and we say don't try this at home and we learn how to take our falls as, as gracefully and, and or as safely i should say as possible but it still hurts like you know the ring doesn't have a hole. It the, the the ring you know is in itself like a, a steel frame with two by sixes on top of it and then a what would probably be like a collegiate style like wrestling mat on top of that with the apron
3: you know, okay. and it has
2: a little bit of give in the middle, but that's it. Like, so if you can imagine hitting that every single night.
3: What What kind of training do you do to get in shape for this physical toll? It's the traveling, uh, you know, the matches, you know, you're doing a lot of these live events. Um, so talk about what you do to keep in shape.
2: Oh, man. Um, well, I've I've become... I've become more into my yoga, obviously. Like, I've always, always incorporated it. But I just think for, like, the toll that I put on my body, it just helps keep everything in alignment. And it just keeps me limber. It keeps me, you know, my flexibility. Um, so I do hot yoga. I have a guy here in Richmond that I do. He's you know, so-co-yo, like, Southern Comfort Yoga is what he calls it. Um, his name is Al, and he's amazing. So I do his classes when I'm home. Um, but it's a lot of calisthenics because you are thinking on your feet, you know, so I'll do football drills. I don't do those every single day, but I try to hit those. And I always do a little bit of cardio, at least to warm up my muscles and my, and my joints. Like even for say in the match, my match, I, it got stopped like not halfway through, it was four, probably three quarters of the way through the match because, and I wanted to keep going. I'm like, no, no, no. And the and the rest ended up, you know, he just rang the bell on me because he knew, like, I went to go stand back up, and my knee buckled again. And he's just like, I you just rang the bell. And I'm going, no! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Former WWE Women's World Champion. And, you know, God has really blessed you, Mickey, because not only are you an excellent athlete and, you know, involved in this, in, you know, incredible I- industry that so many people watch, but you also love to sing uh, and have talent in, in singing. I mean, it's one of the most unique combinations.
2: <laughs> oh, you're so R- you said sweet.
3: Wrestling, wrestling, and music. And so tell me about how the love of music started for you.
2: Um, I've always loved music. I've played, you know, I played a violin all through my middle school and halfway through my high school years. And I wish I'd never put it down. Um, honestly, I, I, You know, I started, it was like high school, you know, so I started dating uh, a high school jock and I was trying to fit because I'd always been a nerd. Like I was very into my studies and very into my horses and my violin. And so I was trying to fit in with the cool crowd. So I put down my violin, but I still always sang or like did all that. Um, And it's just been such a huge part of my life. I found myself writing to either melodies to songs that were already on the radio, but writing, rewriting my own lyrics or doing all that. And uh, I was just really blessed because I went to Nashville with these handful of songs that I just wanted to record them to say, like, hey, this is something I always wanted to do since I was a little girl, like since I was recording on my A&B side tape recorder. something that I love and I'm equally passionate about, and it gives me a different outlet to express myself, and it gives me something else to be passionate about and not be so one center focus. And now I'm working on my third album, and we've released, like, five singles off of that with s Music and Media out of uh Grand Rapids. And
3: and you have coming up in that. July. Coming up in July, she's yeah. going to be op- opening By for now, Big and Rich yeah. at and Richmond. At so- is it Richmond Speedway you'll be at?
2: Yeah, it's at RIR. It's at Richmond yeah. Raceway, but yeah. it's at the Virginia Credit Union Live there at the raceway. This show is going to be huge, and I'm so excited and nervous at the same time because... uh You know, it's just such a huge opportunity to me. For me, and I'm just really, really grateful. And when I got offered to do it, and then you know, John Rich was, you know, obviously kind of signed off on it. It was such a huge honor for me. And it's here in my hometown. It's it's in my backyard. So my family and my friends are going to be there.
3: Well, not many people know about this, but in October of 2017, you got inducted into the Native American Music Awards Hall of Fame. What, What tell tell us about what's that all about?
2: Oh, it's unbelievable. So I, you know, they they had contacted me the year prior, but I think I just went back to WWE, and I was so terrified of the schedule and and obviously with my son and trying to juggle everything and about coming up and, and presenting or just coming up and, and being a part of it and it's just so amazing because I get to like I you know I get to meet so many tri- tribesmen and women and. and now, what tribe
3: are you countries.
2: from, Mickey? Um, I'm from the Madipanai Indian Reservation here in Virginia. Okay, so it's Powhatan. It's just from the Powhatan Indians, but it's the Mavni Reservation, um, and it's one of the smallest and oldest reservations in the country. It's I think it was established in the 1600s, and the Queen um, has come down. and We actually have uh, in the Smithsonian the uh, Queen had handed over a crown that was made of all pearls, you know, which she had handed down, to, you know, given to as a gift to the princess at the time, and now that sits in the Smithsonian. But we also have. Um, Pocahontas's necklace in our wow. museum. And-
3: uh, how important is your platform in terms of being an example for young ladies, and being an example for kids out there?
2: Oh, I think it's paramount. I think that if you are blessed enough to have have somebody believe in you enough, and then, then you've you've made it, you know, successful. Like you've become successful. If you don't use that platform to do good and to hopefully inspire someone else to, to go after their dreams or to, you know, believe in everything that they want to be, then it, it really doesn't hold a whole lot of value. You know, like it's really like, that's kind of my thing. It's like I didn't come from a whole lot and I was very fortunate, not just because, you know, I, I was fortunate or like right time, right place, but it was a lot of hard work. It was a long time, you know, that I, I worked really hard for a very long time. But it wasn't just hard work and dedication. It was also, you know, having the faith and believe in myself and not taking no for an answer. And eventually they said yes. And that made that yes so much sweeter. But if I can inspire one person along that way to believe in themselves, to keep trying and persevering no matter what odds are against them, and they achieve their dream and they, you know, have their success and their happiness in that, then that's pretty amazing. You know, and and that's really of really cool things. So that's kind of the thing of, like, if you're going to have these social media accounts and you're going to have these platforms, I, I encourage you, I implore you to use them Positively. to help lift other people up and not bring people down. The I have realized, like, a long time ago, like, people can tell me no all day long. The only no that really counts, the only person that can tell me that you can't do it that's ever going to resonate or, like, really... Put that put that into writing. Is it when you say it to yourself? And so you just that, and that was it. And it's like, and I would never say that to myself. I wouldn't say that you're not capable of doing that or achieving that. And I just refuse. I refuse to take no for an answer, not from anyone else, and certainly not from myself. So you know, at the end of the day, that's it's so cliche to say like you know the only person who can hold you back is yourself, but it's so true because at the end of the day. The only person who you have to answer to is the person staring you back in the mirror.
3: Man, you just, you just uh, put out word for word what I tell students all the time is that you've got to be comfortable with who you are. And if you're, you, you know, God's given you talents and abilities and you have a responsibility to go after them. And she's going to be open for big and rich, man. And big and rich is, boy, they're huge in country western. So they Matt, I'm so excited.
2: So you're so going to, again, yeah. that,
3: dates on that and where that's at and where they can get um, tickets. That's
2: going to be July 8th here in Richmond, Virginia uh, at RIR with, at Virginia Credit Union Live.
3: Where do they go to check out your music?
2: Um, well, I'm on iTunes. iTunes, uh, okay. And Spotify and Pandora and um, Amazon Music. Obviously, you can, if you type in Nicky James, M-I-C-K-I-T, um, you can find me.
3: Mickey James. Mickey, appreciate you coming in as always. It always goes by fast, but uh, we've so enjoyed uh, following what you're doing, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, thank you, Roman.
2: Thanks. I'm grateful you for the time to talk to me today. I really
3: appreciate it. Mickey James on Sold
0: Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.